and welcome to Tabletop Game Talk, a show where we talk about tabletop games and gaming topics of all kinds. This week, we'll be talking about massively multiplayer online role-playing games, which are not tabletop games. I'm one of your hosts, Fletcher. I'm Kitty. And I'm Chris. So yeah, apparently, we just talk about anything these days. But first, as always, a thank you to our Patreon friends of the show, Adam Harrison, Miles Clark, Sahara Wentworth, Michael Finley, Listener Doug, and the Gifted Games in Grace Lake, Illinois. Huge thank you to all of our other patrons as well. I'm excited about this topic. Um, join our <laughs> yeah, Discord. <you're> always excited. <laughs> I am always excited. But you can join our Discord uh, for all kinds of reasons, because now we record live there. And if you want a direct link, go to tabletopgametalk.com slash live. I want them to go to tabletopgametalk.com slash live. I also registered that, too, just because we say it so often. I wanted to make sure that we you know, had our love bases covered. <laughs> like when the McElroys registered Blaprin, that will redirect you to Blue Apron, because they kept messing it up. Exactly. I actually have never heard that, but that sounds brilliant. <laughs> yeah. They have really hmm. good ad reads. What can I say? <laughs> well, um, I love it. All right. So join our Discord, join our BGA group. Um, we had a Discord meetup last Wednesday. Fletcher didn't join us. I was not there. Right, we'll I was barely there. But You were there I, for I about 18 minutes. I was there from when I finally got my daughter to go to bed to when my son fell out of bed. <laughs> but you were alone I was in the solo house. parenting, yeah. <laughs> but Spencer's back so. this week, or this, yeah, this week. But it doesn't matter this week because we only do it the second Wednesday of every month. So, well, not only, but definitely the second Wednesday, and then occasionally we'll do some pickup days from time to time. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Um, I played a bunch of games. And then I think we ended with the group playing Just One, and that was also fun. Just One is a great game to play as long as you are playing it with audio. Uh, we also played Hugo, apparently. Did we? Oh, yeah, we did, which was a... Uh, Hugo is this kind of roll and move. Well, it is a roll and move, but you have multiple figures you're moving. So it's like not like you don't have any decisions. And this ghost is trying to track you or track... Well, he's trying to catch you. You're trying to get other people to be caught by them, but you can't really do much about it besides just run away. And then there's rooms you can hide in. And yeah, if you have a chance, play Hugo. It's kind of fun. Um, so that was our meetup. And it was, I think, successful for our first meetup. We were going to keep doing it. Uh, we had like, I want to say eight to 10 people th at some point throughout the night. Um, but yes. Oh, yeah. John mentions Hugo's fun, but only live. Turn base <laughs> is a terrible, terrible game. So, and there's a number of games like that where it's like, okay, so there's certain games I play turn base, I have no problem. And then there's other games where I'm like, I cannot play this turn base because it's just the turns are too short and there's too many of them. So it just takes forever. So, there's too many yeah. turns, they just keep on coming. <laughs> well, <laughs> you that don't is know. It's starting to play, like, feel about I'm in a game of Earth right now. And there's like, there's a lot of turns in Earth. <laughs> There's so many turns, like, because every time someone takes an action, every player at the table gets to do their action associated with it. So every single time somebody does something, everyone has to do something. And, like, there was one point today where I was like, I, I'm i just trying to end this game. 
<laughs> I'm no longer trying to win. I don't know how I get Please points anymore. End. I'm just, I'm going to just plant all my cards so I can fill my thing and this will be over. <laughs> yeah, we started our game on February 28th. It is now currently March 13th. So that's a little, I believe about this two one weeks, started exactly. either the same day or the next day. It was very yeah. shortly after you started your game. We're in the same, we're in the final round though. So we just, it's, we're it's, not. I just clicked the end game button because um, it's like the last plans to play events. So if you haven't played Earth, it's, it actually is a really, it's a good game. I think from the reviews I've seen of it and, you know, the talk, I think it's overrated. Um, but I also don't like Terraforming Mars or Terra Mist or uh, um, the zoo one, uh, Ark Nova. And this is a lighter version of those where you have like a deck of 200 plus cards. Every one of them is unique. You're trying to. Yeah, there's so many cards. Um, And you're trying to to maximize your points by playing cards in a four by four grid. Um, And there's all kinds of different ways that you score points and stuff. So if you like that kind of game, you will probably like this. In person, it's probably a much, much, much faster version of. So much faster. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, of Terraforming Mars or Arc Nova. Um, on turn-based BGA, there are just so many turns. So um, yep, playing it live, this, this yeah, game playing is it my live, home. I think is probably not bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's that is why I say some games are just harder to play turn-based, i.e., over time than you know real time. So I will play Earth real time with anybody. I can do that. I don't but, think I will. Yeah. Um, but it's how was your weekend? weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty, how was your weekend? What did I do this weekend? I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard, but I am quite pregnant with twins. <laughs> and it has sapped my mental energy. Would you say energy. that you're 100% pregnant? I'm 100. I would say I'm 200% pregnant. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as pregnant as you can get. I am halfway through my pregnancy, the duration of said pregnancy. So you um, have basically full blown two ch- kids halfway. So you basically have already completed one pregnancy and now you just need to finish the other one. Yeah. That's what That's I'm saying. That's not how it works, but yes. Exactly. Hey, I I read a management book once that said that's how it worked. I may have misunderstood that book, but it feels to me like that's yeah, the mythical man month. It's, yeah, <laughs> you can't get nine women to have you know a baby in one month, <laughs> one month. but you can have one woman have nine babies in nine months. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's. I don't know hard. if that's ever happened. I thought it was just eight. I thought eight was the record. Okay, I was just but trying still. to round up, but. <laughs> Uh, Googling most babies born at once. I mean, actually, just most babies and a completed born at once. Um, yeah, two thousand nine. Um, Natasha something. I this say. is uh, yeah octuplets, the yeah. Solomon octuplets, and they you just don't remember Octomom. Oct- I sort of remember that everybody dressed um, up as Octomom for Halloween that year. It was very popular, except me. I dressed up as Max from Where the Wild Things Are. Apparently, they turned 14 this year. So. That makes me feel old, because I was very much an adult <laughs> at that time <laughs> when they were born. 
But you <sighs> only have two, not eight, so you're not nearly as important. Uh, but they are sucking my brain power, and I can't remember things that happened, you know, 15 minutes to one day ago. But I can sing any song you want from Schoolhouse Rocks. <laughs> um, that's what my I, brain is. I think the only difference between your brain power when you're pregnant and you're not pregnant is when you're pregnant, you have something to blame it on. That's my theory. I, I disagree. <laughs> and if you ask my sister who tried to talk to me on the phone today, <laughs> I think she would also say I am more scattered than usual. I don't know. Also, I just did a week of solo parenting. So yeah, that's what happened this weekend was Spencer came home from his business trip and I was just like, oh, thank goodness. I'm so glad there is another adult in this home because I cannot. <laughs> that seems legit they outnumber you when they outnumber you it's bad yes this this is why moving from man to zone with this pregnancy yeah this is why i'm like no we're done it too um it's a 1v1 thing and they both have their favorites i mean they so you're not allowed to have a favorite child apparently that's a faux pas but your children are allowed to have favorite parents and they'll tell you all about it (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just like this is not fair but fine right now zachary is all about sydney and becca's all about me so i'm like okay this is an even split i feel loved um but yeah no it can go either way normally sydney wins the parent favorite though i'm like fine (sighs) go clean up your mess if you're not gonna like me anyway so dads get to be the bad guy um fletcher what did you do this weekend um we had a friend's birthday this weekend, so we took part in that. Uh, and then it was also St. Patrick's Day. Saturday was very busy for us because it was St. Patrick's Day. Well, not St. Patrick's Day, but I was going to say, Patrick's oh, that's Day. next weekend. Don't confuse <laughs> me further than I need to be. <laughs> yeah, it's the parade. The parade was um, and the dying the river was uh, on Saturday huh. um, for downtown Chicago. So everybody celebrated like it was St. Patrick's Day. Um, we met up. We went to two parties, two St. Patrick's Day parties, and also a birthday. That all happened on that day. It was uh, yeah. For those that are new to the channel, um, Fletcher's the one without kids. Continue. <laughs> yeah, I'm also not Irish. <laughs> I have Everybody's no Irish, Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that was very busy for us. And then on Sunday, what did we do? Probably just recuperated. Yeah, I, I, let's see, was it Saturday night? Or was it last night? I don't remember. It's kind of a blur. Um, I think it was last night. So Sydney had spent Saturday night, she was doing out shopping and doing fun stuff. And I was at home with the kids. So Sunday, she's like, if you want to go out, you can. And I'm like, hmm, okay. So I went to the local <laughs> sports bar. And I sat down and I ordered a beer and I ordered some chicken wings and some French fries. And I sat at the bar playing Marvel Snap. And I'm like, huh, this just doesn't feel the same as it did like a decade ago. And then I came home and Sydney's <laughs> like, just feels how like was I'm it? shirking responsibility. <laughs> I know. I'm like, how, how was your night out? I'm like, I ate chicken wings and drank a beer and now I'm tired. So I'm going to go take a nap. And that was my <laughs> go out and drink um, story. But it's, it's okay. You know, you get old and different things become more fun. I miss the olden days, but I like the current days as well. So I think I like the current days more than I miss the olden days. Hopefully. Hopefully that's true for everybody. But yeah, my weekend um, is the segue into our topic today because I 
I so a few weeks ago I bought a PlayStation 5. I think I've mentioned that. And I started playing Hogwarts Legacy with Sydney and we play that usually for a couple hours every other night or so. She likes following the main storyline and then I do all the side quests when she's not paying attention and um so that was good. But then I'm at the PlayStation store and I see this game called Final Fantasy 14. And I'm like, "Huh, I have something I can play this on now. I think I'm going to download this and give it a try because it sounds cool. You have been a big also, fan do- of Final Fantasy games for a very long time. True. I like the classic stuff. I've been a big yep. fan of Final Fantasy games for a long time as well. Yep. I love the classic stuff, um, like the original originals before they were being numbered. Um, well, Spoilers. I guess they were always numbered. I haven't been a fan of final fantasy for a long time so i'm bringing that perspective that voice tonight (laughs) i'm actually super interested in your voice on this subject in general i promise you. i don't actually think you are (laughs) (laughs) we'll see uh but yeah so i downloaded the game and i tried to log in and one thing i can say about final fantasy online is the login procedure to get into a Final Fantasy XI or fourteen game, both of those are online. We'll cover the history briefly in a little bit. Um, is a utter nightmare. It's just a nightmare. So I wasn't able to log in. I bought the game. I wasn't able to log in. And I was, you know, frustrated. So a week goes by and I finally call. I find the Square Enix number. They're the publisher of it. And I call them. And a super, super nice customer service guy answered the phone and just walked through everything and got me all set up with no problems whatsoever. And I will say I've read a number of people say the same thing. It's like, yeah, once I called them and they just solved all the problems. So, um I will give kudos to the Square Enix support. They got me into my game and they got me into my old character that I started 10 years ago. Um, Wow. And so so now I'm like this level 50 character and I have no idea how to play the game. I'm wandering around like a little noob and, but I was having fun within a day or two. I like figured things out and I started, you know, playing and now I'm like, oh, right. I can really waste way too much time on this game. So what I decided to do was say, well, let's talk about it and my therapy session I have every Monday night. And that's where we are right now. So Kitty, (laughs) have you ever played an MMO? No. Have you ever watched someone play an MMO? Maybe. Have you ever? Um, I I watched the guild. Does that count? Uh, it counts. It actually that that counts. Were you entertained yeah, I, by it? Yeah, it, they're funny people. Yes, I, I also so, read a web comic where they talk a lot about playing in an MMO. I read like I've read a number of series that are like I don't even know what the genre is called, but it's essentially um, stories that are written from a character's perspective that's in an MMO, and hmm. I find them actually pretty good. Like I. Fletcher, you look interested in this. I can send you a few book series that are really good. In fact, I will I post it in the Discord. Is the face that Fletcher is making. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling that face. I'm trying to imagine, like, what is Con- that? Confusion is the it's, face I'm seeing. <laughs> they're super compelling. They are like, it's crazy how addicting these are. Almost as addicting as just like playing an MMO. Um, MMO, by the way, shorthand for multi massive multiplayer online, which is not a 
real, like it's not a complete acronym. Um, it doesn't make sense to say NMMO, but that's the word I'm going to use for now. Um, so, but yeah, so I was, I've been playing it for, I don't know, probably a total of 10 or 12 hours since last, I don't know, mid in the week or so. And Zachary saw me playing it and I was playing a level one character at the time and I was killing bees. And he's like, are the bees the bad guys? I'm like, in this case, they are. It's like, are you able to kill all the bees? I'm like, I don't know. We're going to try. He's like, can I watch? I'm like, of course you can. And then I had to finish the quest and it started like dialogue and he was not interested in that. So then he walked away. But um, I'll get him into it. I don't know why I want to. But Fletcher, have you played any MMOs? Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I was I was really big into World of Warcraft for for quite a number of years. The original version, right? Like, do you know the history of World of Warcraft? Because I'm a little bit vague on it. I used to play. Well, I played for about 20 minutes. Um, not too much of an exaggeration. <laughs> World of Warcraft to me was just ugh, hated everything about it. But um, at the time, it was subscription based. And now it sounds like it's not anymore. And then there's this World of Warcraft classic. Like, what's going on there? So I haven't kept up to date with everything, but I started just before the Burning Legions expansion. So they have that's World of Warcraft classic. And then the very first expansion that they had was the Burning Legions. Um, And then they keep releasing these expansions that open up new areas and raise the level cap and bring in new classes or, or races. Um, you know, every every few years or so, um, they have kind of spl- the game has changed so much. Like some of these expansions, like Cataclysm, kind of like changed the whole landscape of the game. So the starting areas and the quest lines and some of the like original dungeons, they don't even exist anymore. That's why they have World of Warcraft Craft Classic Classic Edition. It's just like straight up vanilla world of warcraft so you can experience all those old um regions as they were originally made with the original raid dungeons and all that kind of stuff um and is that so that's not a subscription right classic is just a one-time fee i don't know if it's a one-time fee or not for classic but regular is a subscription i think it's like 15 dollars a month um but i think you can play up to like level 20 or 30 for free or something yeah world of warcraft from my research on it before was level 20 for free and then if you um you can buy your subscription fee with in-game currency so you can spend gold you to get yeah like your subscription fee that way um so that's a way of like free to play you just have to spend your gold to keep playing if you want to go past level 20 and there's a bunch of other restrictions as well for the free to play um subscriptions so as of today and i did give you some homework so you may um know this a little bit but could you give me uh let's see i'm looking at the top 10 actually i'm looking at the top I also played a little bit of EVE Online, but I didn't really like that so much. It was Yeah, EVE Online was one that I kept hearing about, but I never actually got to it. People who like EVE Online really like it. They live live it. All right, so I'm going to look at the top 10 MMOs right now. Um, Can you name three of the top 10 MMOs? Is EVE Online on there? It is not in the top 10. Okay, World of Warcraft. That's got to be on there. Uh, are it these is at number four. Or just MMOs. 
MMORPGs. MMORPGs. Yep. Oh, so man. World of Warcraft is number four, if that gives number you a... Number four? Yep. For active players. Oh. Is this something... Uh, is it like the weird one? Um... I don't, man, I don't know. Like, this, this is a, a fun of, game like, for the listeners. But they're like, I bet, they're, they're all the shooters that I, I bet don't Kitty care about, like Fortnite. could tell me one. What? Oh, come on. I gave you homework. There's literally was two games they were talking about. Oh, oh okay. well, you said well, before Fantasy. today. <laughs> Final Fantasy, I guess. Yeah, Final yeah. Fantasy 14 is the number one as far as active players today. Really? Um, wow. Yep. Followed by Lost Ark, which I have not heard of. Um, old school of RuneScape, which I have not heard of. And okay, then RuneScape. World, yeah. Uh, then World of Warcraft, um, Path of Exile, Destinies 2, World of Warcraft Classic, um, Warframe, Star Civilization, and RuneScape. And then Guild Wars, is, Guild Wars 2 is number 11. Um, what I find interesting about this is Final no Fantasy. No EverQuest? Um, no, but it is. Actually, it's way down the list if it was. I do not even see it anymore. It might not um, be oh, up anymore. I don't know. 36. I thought that one was very cool, like in the early two thousands. <laughs> it was well. Most of these games come from, came from the early two thousands. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Final Fantasy fourteen has about one and a half million active players right now. Um, total players that have ever created characters, it's about thirty nine million. Um, wow. World of Warcraft has about 1.1 million active players right now but their total player count is off the chart and beats everything by a zillion um actually not by a zillion but by about 100 million because they've had 119 million total players and on their system at one point or another um and then for everquest which was the original like super crazy addicting one um even that one is only at just over a million users ever, and their player base is down to eleven thousand at the moment. Uh, eleven thousand, yeah. So, and and these are a lot of these are still being some of them, many of them are still being run by professional companies. Some of them are being run by essentially private servers that spun up, and they would set those up. That so, might be what old school RuneScape is. It is entirely possible. If I click on this, it tells me old school administrative server population subscribers and game activity. Um, yeah, it doesn't give me a whole lot of information on this. So I don't think we're going to cover. We're not certainly not going to cover every MMO. We're gonna. I'm going to cover two, and then kind of a brief history of my experience with MMOs because um, I'm a board gamer today, card gamer, um, mobile gamer. Yeah. I'm. I'm just. I've been a gamer my entire life. Like every types of games, you were gonna say something, Fletcher. Tabletop games, tabletop games, um, role playing games. Yeah, like pretty much any games, I'll play anything. Um, back in the mid, no, I guess it was yeah, I guess it'd be mid nineties. I was introduced to at the time what was referred to as MUDs, uh, which stood oh, for yeah. multi user dungeons. It was text based. Um, but there were multiple users like you could, you know, I want to go north and then east and then I want to kill the bunny and then someone else is going to run by and they're going to tell you that they're in the room. Right. Um, and then I liked them so much that I decided to become a developer on one of the more popular ones. And so I actually wrote code for um, the months for a while. Then in 97, Ultima Online was released. Ultima was a series of computer games that was very popular in the Ultima mid to series, late 90s. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ultima Online was like the first time that anything had dubbed itself as a massive 
multiplayer online game. It was like a 3D isometric game. Um, it was skill-based. So the more you did something, the better you was got it at 3D? it. It was it was 3D isometric, but it was it was still Was it like so sprites? It was sprites, yes. But it looked 3D because it had that, you know, kind of Diablo over the Yeah, it looked like Diablo, angle. which was, you know, which was sprites. It wasn't actually like a 3D model. Correct. Yep. Um, and the skill system, I, I loved the idea of the skill system. The more you did something, the better you got at it. But the atrophy system was insane. Because you could, your skill system went from like 0 to 100. And if you were at 100 and you didn't practice that skill for, I don't know, 20 minutes, it would knock you down to 99. Like it was impossible to stay max in multiple skills. Also, the player, it was player versus player, and there were safe zones you could go to, but there were places where other players could kill you. And as soon as you walked out of town into a safe zone, you were normally just jumped by someone and killed, and they took all your stuff. Because the idea was it was like simulating real world stuff. It was a very, very, um, oh, <laughs> it, it, it was just brutal. It was brutal, and people love it, and it still exists today. It went through four different companies um, of developers, but apparently you can still find Ultima Online servers today if you really wanted to. Um, that game, they when they wrote it at originally, they expected about 15,000 users maximum. Um, within three years, they were at 165,000 subscribers, and it had become the best-selling game of all time uh, at the time. It's since been, you know, surpassed multiple times since then, but... Um, yeah, and then EverQuest came out, which we all dubbed Evercrack because <laughs> you would waste I've your never heard like, it called that, but Ever yeah. Oh no no. It's like what are you doing tonight, Evercrack? Okay, yeah, I'll be on too. See you there. Evercrack. Um Have you well Sid or Sydney, Kitty, you have not ever played this, so I'm not gonna ask you that question repeatedly. Um but Fletcher, are you familiar with Evercrest? Did you ever see that game? At I all? never played it, but I but I am familiar with it. Yes, yeah. So it was it ran from ninety nine to twenty thirteen. Um, I believe it was based on some mud code again. Muds being you know text based multiplayer games um, because it had so many similarities with like muds that were popular at the time. And the one of the things that made it so addicting, besides the fact that it was graphical and you could do all these things, it was also incredible incredibly hard if you died your corpse would sit there and you had to run back essentially naked to try to find your corpse so you could pick up all your stuff um and you could die at like the depths of this you know a dungeon and just lose everything on you and that's just how everquest worked um it also had good versus bad where you picked a either a good race or a bad race, and then those two races were warring. So there was a lot of PvP as well. PvP was just a very popular thing at the time. Um, I guess it still is, but for online games, it was like almost a necessity. Uh, and then, obviously, World of Warcraft popularized that as well. But 2002, the game that changed my life, um, not as much as my friends, but um, was Final Fantasy XI. This was an online game and I inadvertently took a year off of work to play this game. I was what? working, <laughs> yeah, I was working in the gaming industry. And around, I was like, I think it's 2002 it launched in Japan and 2003 it launched in the US. Um, but in any case, I took 
I basically quit my job because I've been working like I'd working for Midway Games and it was just like working in the gaming industry at that time was just grueling. 80 hour plus weeks sleeping in the office. I don't think anything has changed. Yeah, it's it was terrible. Um, so I quit and I had saved up. I knew I was quitting. So I gave them like three months notice and I saved up and I moved back to Michigan from Chicago. I didn't have a job, but I needed an apartment and the apartment's in in Michigan as compared to the rents in Chicago were drastically different like five times more expensive in Chicago so when I went to the apartment complex I'm like I don't have a job I don't have a co-signer but I need an apartment so is it cool if I just pay the entire year up front and they're like uh sure so that's how I got an apartment surprising because landlords do not enjoy that generally I was I was, this was an apartment complex and they just seemed to be like, okay. In retrospect, I'm like, I wonder if they thought I was a drug dealer or something. That Um, is usually what they think. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, but no, I was not. Um, But I was living down the street from a friend and um, he had just picked up Final Fantasy XI. And I'm like, well, I don't have anything to do. So sure, I will... I have this, you know, I have a place to live. I have food. I have enough savings where I don't have to really do too much for this year. We played Final Fantasy XI probably 16 hours a day for a year straight. Like, wow. it was it was insane. Um, the Actually, so the person I'm talking about is my friend Andrew, who's from the Phillipses, who I talked, you know, I go back to. They're, they're basically my family in Michigan. And I... We used to tease him that he was never going to find a girlfriend or get married or something if he just sat in his bedroom all day long and played video games. Well, he met his wife on Final Fantasy XI. They got married in the game. <laughs> um, I was the officiant uh, or the the best man in the game. And then two weeks later, they got married in real life in in Florida. I was also the best man. So they got married, and I think it's going on eighteen years now that they've been married. Uh, so yeah. Online games can have, like, lasting consequences. So one of the things that was interesting about, well, a number of things about this game, it was cross-platform. So you could play it on, I think it was PS2 and Xbox at the time, and PC. So you could play it, and everyone played on the same servers. It had a translation system. So you could play with people from essentially any language. And you would type out phrases, and it would automatically translate those phrases into the appropriate language. I mean, there were canned phrases, but there were also like tons of words that were translatable. So you could actually communicate really well with anybody in any language while playing this game. Um, And the thing I really liked about it was you had one character that could then do all of the different classes. So you could be a white mage or a black mage or a paladin or whatever. And it was just a single character that you would change your job is what they was called. And so you could level up all these different jobs. Um, it was also excruciatingly difficult. Uh, you had to level in groups. Uh, there was no solo play past like level five. Um, and technically you could get to level 10. But uh, it was it was very much a lifestyle game and people lived in this world. And that was, yeah, that was where I really got hooked. Um, finally, well, then World of Warcraft came out a couple years later. And that took the world by storm essentially like it was insane by it was released in 2004 by 2006 it had 100 or 1.4 million copies sold 
Um, Terrible and year, because that's when I started college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's why, and it changed, like, everything, right? Everybody, it seemed like, was playing World of Warcraft. Um, yeah. You know, and we all Kitty, had really fast internet in, in the college dorm rooms. Yeah. Yep. Um, Kitty, you mentioned the guild. The guild is based off of, essentially, a World of Warcraft group that had a guild. And, like, it was, it was that my life in the game versus my life out of the game thing. And it's not that far from true. Uh, when you, when you watch something like that, it's like, Oh yeah, I see a lot of similarities there. Um, by 2010, 12 million active subscribers in world of Warcraft, which was just insane. Um, and then in 2010, that same year, final fantasy 14 was released. And this was another online version of Final Fantasy. We were all so excited. We were going to, you know, have a new updated version. Uh, so a lot of players came from Final Fantasy XI to Final Fantasy XIV. It was a humongous flop. It was terrible. Panned in every way to the point where they kind stopped. Kind of alluded to this. Yeah. They stopped charging subscription fees. It was so bad. They're like, we're not even going to charge you for the game. We understand it, how bad it is. So we're just going to let you play it for free. Um about two years after it was released, they brought the servers down. And then a about a year later, a little less, um, they relaunched the game and as Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. And by October <laughs> of 21, um, they had 24 million users. So this was actually a couple years ago um, where they hit the 24 million mark. Um, and currently they've had, they're almost at 39 million User. Now, these are players, like accounts created. It's not active subscriptions. But um, so the relaunch worked out really well. Um, it has actually increased in popularity over the last few years where other MMOs are going down. And again, they, they followed the same formula that 11 did, which is you create one character and then you can change your jobs or your class as often as you want just by equipping different weapons. And when you equip that weapon, your level changes, you know, everything about your character um, class changes based on that. And again, I love that. I love having one character and then being able to do a whole lot of stuff with them. Um, and Final Fantasy XIV is one of the very last games that is truly still subscription-based. It's $15 a month. It's never had any kind of play to microtransactions or anything like that. Um, it is just subscription-based, and it's you know more or less focused on the story more than anything else. It's available on console and PC, so basically all of your modern gaming systems um, I think it's on and Mac too, PC isn't it? Steam. I don't think it's on Mac. If it was, I would have probably played it. Um, they, maybe it is, if it is, then that changes everything. Um, but yeah, so that is Final Fantasy 14. And then the other games that I, I like, I was always kind of wanting to play an MMO. So a few years ago I started playing, you know, checking out some mobile MMOs, which is all of them are microtransactions. They're all free to play, mm -hmm. and then you just have tons and tons of microtransactions. Um, but the one I found that I did like and I played for probably six months was World of Kings, uh, because, again, that had the same system where you could play one character and have multiple different classes. You couldn't unlock all of them, but you could unlock most of them on there. And Fletcher just texted me a link to the Mac version of Final Fantasy XIV, where... Why? Why my life would have been changed so many years ago had I known this existed? Um, Is that legit? I don't know. I just googled it and I was like, "Well, uh, here's a thing." 
no, this this looks legit. Either that or it's a really good site for a virus, which is entirely possible. Can you download it and let me know that it works okay? Well, I, my Mac can't run it, so... <laughs> I don't know if my can actually. I'll have to check to see if it has M1 support. But um yeah, so that's that's what I did this weekend is downloaded Final Fantasy 14. And yeah, so <laughs> Miles mentions Diablo. Um I guess Diablo Diablo 1 was not an MMO. Diablo 2 was closer. 3 is almost an MMO cuz you do have multiple people that can like cuz in, in general, Diablo was you created it's not a ma- world. It's an online game. I wouldn't call it massively. Like you can have like what four people or five people in your. Well, for one you could. For two, I don't remember if you could actually create a world and have many people come into it or not. I know that three. When I was playing, well, when I was playing three on the Switch, that was still a you know kind of a solo experience, but. I think at one point there was some version of Diablo where I played where like you could have many people in it and there was PVP. And um, so Miles says that two was massive with PVP. So people could come in and kill you and such. Um, But yeah, so like, again, PVP, the Final Fantasy 11, no PVP, um, no warring tribes, no anything. Final Fantasy 14 does have some PVP. Uh, that's player versus player, um, as opposed to fighting the game itself. Um, I have never utilized that content at all. It's all opt-in. You don't have to ever touch it. It, it doesn't really do anything for you. Um, but it's it's there if you want it. And Final Fantasy fourteen is much more solo-friendly. Uh, you can play the entire game solo. And where you do have some multiplayer content you have to do, you just say, hey, I want to join this event. And once enough people say they are in, then it just automatically starts and then you're playing with a bunch of people. Um that's yeah, that's Final Fantasy 14. If so you so Fletcher, you mentioned uh before we started recording that I should have let you know I was playing and we could play together. I'm assuming you were talking World of Warcraft. Final Fantasy. Have you played are you do you have a Final Fantasy 14 account? <laughs> No. All right. Well, get one and we'll play. Isn't it free for like a while? It's if you have a new account, if you're, if you've never had an account before. So it's not free for me because apparently I had an account. So if I want to, I've never had an account before. Yeah. Then yes, you can download just the base game. Um, I don't know if the base game you have to pay for it. It's like 10 or $20, um, but your subscription is free until you hit level 50. Um, well, until you want to go past level 50, but because there's, you can take one character and level every job in the game, you can literally play for thousands of hours and never pay a penny um, to do basic content. Um, there are some other restrictions, like how much money you can have on you at any given time and stuff like that. But usually pre 50, that's, you're not going to hit those um, limits much. Uh, but yeah, you should download it. Try it out. It's it's a great game. Kitty <laughs> John says Kitty looks bored. Um Kitty is bored. Yes. <laughs> I'm still here, by the, nails, the way. Kitty? I don't know if the podcast I finished my nails so long ago and you didn't even notice because I don't like this kind of video game. What is it about this kind of video game that you don't like? Because you do play video games, and I do. Spencer plays like open world single player games. Yes, and a lot of RPGs. Um, but uh, he doesn't like to play with. We don't play well with others. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why he never got into more MMOs. I think his friends were more into 
uh, tabletop games, so he didn't play a lot of multiplayer online games because he'd hang out with people in person. Um, I don't enjoy combat-based games generally. Um, and if I am going to play something that is combat-based, I'm going to... It's almost always like a platformer combat. It is not like a... You know, I, I don't... Anything where I have to spin around and see something behind me is too much for my brain to handle. I have a hard time tracking items. I lack object like- permanence because I'm a baby. <laughs> it's not that you don't like combat in games, because D D you like combat. It's that you don't like combat based video games. I don't like combat based video. I I will play some combat based video games, but it is not my go to style of game. So and this is this is how we're gonna make this, you know, board game adjacent. There are a ton of video games. games. Yeah, exactly. There are a ton of video games that have turned into board games recently. Um, there's an entire genre of MOBAs. So, multi, uh, battle arenas, massive online battle arenas. Is that what mobile, mobile is? Mobile yeah. online? Something like that. Um, this is the League of Legends style game, where you have a, a group of three or five people, and you're trying to knock out the other side. There's tons of board games based on that. I have not seen or don't know of any board game that's based off of a MMO, um, not counting Small World of Warcraft, which is just World of Warcraft with a retheme. And I'm wondering if that's because role-playing games exist. And that is kind of what an MMO is, is it's just a role-playing game. So you don't necessarily need a box for that. Although that seems a little bit more like... I don't know, party-oriented. Um, you have dungeon crawlers, but that still doesn't give you the same MMO feeling where there's a bunch of people all participating. I don't even know how you would do this. Um, Steve mentioned Skyrim, the board game. But is Skyrim the board game? And I don't know because I don't think it's actually out yet, but it might be. Um, I think it was just announced by Chip Theory. Um, I'm wondering how these things... And also, Skyrim is Skyrim an MMO? Or is it just, that's no. a single-player one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that makes sense. Like, there's a ton of video games, like, story-based video games that have turned into board games. I just don't know of any MMO that's, like, tried to emulate that in a tabletop form. And I don't think you could. No, because the whole point is, like, there's so many people. Like, are you going to bring your box to a game store where somebody else has also brought their box and also three of their friends and three of your friends and you're going to battle each other? With your board games, like that is silly. I wonder if, and then you get to take pieces from the other person's box when you win. (laughs) (laughs) I like that idea. I think we're designing a a game right now. Um, It's a dumb game, and I won't play it, even though I designed it. (laughs) I wonder if the Adventurers League is kind of like an MMO esque tabletop game where you have your own character. You can meet up with basically any group, form a group, run an adventure. Um, In some ways, what you do can affect the storyline in future adventures. Maybe that's the equivalent. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Were you looking for better feedback than that? (laughs) I I was, you know, just trying to start a conversation. That's that's Um, all good. 
Yeah, I guess that sort of makes sense because like you can play with different people or the same people. You know, you can create your your group that always meets or just drop in. I sort it of is- see it. You get treasure for doing the thing. For doing yeah. the thing. Yeah, I mean, when you yeah, participate, like, it, whatever you get. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, yeah, and I, I think that's what you have to do for these types of games, right? You can't really think of this... I don't think you can do an MMO board game. As much as your design is great, Kitty, <laughs> the designer won't even play the game. So I don't think it's going to be a huge commercial success. But yeah, organized I- play for RPGs, that might be... You know, the it's the real world equivalent of an MMO. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think just kind of organized play in general gives the same feel of like, I don't know, vaguely toxic sometimes community <laughs> <laughs> you you get from online MMOs. <laughs> that's fair. That that's yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so we watched a video, uh, which is comparing World of Warcraft with Final Fantasy. And I think one of the things in that video, you know, speaking of toxicity, is the games themselves have a lot of similarities. But one of the things that the reviewer noticed is in Final Fantasy XIV, everyone's nice. In World of Warcraft, that is not the same thing. Yes. <laughs> And I'm wondering, Fletcher, you've played a lot of World of Warcraft. Is it because you can just be killed by any other player at any time for whatever reason? And just like, does that add to a level of toxicity? Where in Final Fantasy XIV, there's only very specific places that you can actually affect other characters. And it's like opt-in to PvP games. So it depends on the server that you're playing on. Um, Most servers are what they call, I mean, I I I don't know if it's most. But there are some servers that are PvE. Um, which is, you know, player versus environment. They're not a PVP server. You can engage in PVP activity. Um, but usually how that works is like there's someone who has entered into like your zone or like, you know, there's the two factions, horde or alliance. When a horde player enters into an alliance zone, other people can attack them if they want. And they will be attacked by like the other NPCs if they're guards or whatever. But if you don't engage with them, they can't attack you until you attack them. Oh, so if you have, so if somebody comes in from the other factions, yeah, and they don't attack, and you're say the bad guys are coming into the good guys faction, and I'm a good guy, right. and I don't attack the bad guy, the bad guy can't attack me. Correct. Or is it the other way around? No, the bad guy can't attack you. the The other player from the other faction can't attack you unless you attack them first. Okay. So if you're and defending your turf, you. they can fight back. Right. But if you but you can't just invade and attack. You can't just invade and attack um, other players. You can attack and kill the NPCs if you want. But when other players attack you, then you can attack back. Okay. And then and then it's and then it's you know open. But so that that protects you. Like if you're you know just a little level five character, and then these level sixties run in, like you can watch everything that's going on. And you don't actually have to get involved. But if you're like, if you want to run up and hit them with your sword, then they can just turn around and just like kill you instantly if they want to. Because <laughs> that's what they do. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a PVE server. A PVP server is, you know, your fair game all the time um, for the other faction. Now, the faction can't attack each other just willy nilly. So if you're an alliance player, you can't just kill another alliance player. You can duel an alliance player. 
Um, but that's kind of like a thing that's set up and it's like, yes, I agree. I want to duel, but that you don't actually die. You just, there's no lasting effects. There's no lasting effect. You're just, you, you kind of like wave a white flag or something and have a death animation. Um, but you don't like lose your stuff. You don't die. You don't lose, you don't lose anything. It's a duel. It's basically, I'm better than you. Ha ha ha. Right. So we know Kitty's opinion on this. Um, but I'm wondering from you, Fletcher, um, are these games a massive waste of time? Well, I mean, and be careful. No, I guess because if you're getting you're getting enjoyment out of them, then it's not a waste of time. All right, but you I answered kind of, correctly. <laughs> I, I don't know tired. why you think I would say they are a waste of time. I think they're a waste of my time, but. I am not the judge of everyone. I don't care what you do with your time. I bet you could look at how many hours I've played Animal Crossing and say the same thing <laughs> of me. It's just different how we choose to waste our own time. <laughs> That's true. Christopher says, of course they are. But what else are you going to do? Um, you know, taxes. I really need to do my taxes. Um I I I did get five miniatures painted this week, but I could have probably done another ten had I not been playing Final Fantasy. Um, yeah, it's about priorities, right? It's it's where do you spend your disposable time, which gets less and less and less as you have other responsibilities. I like somebody in the chat when Fletcher was talking about his weekend was like, "Oh, to be young and childless," but like, aren't you older <laughs> than me? You're just childless. <laughs> I think I am slightly older than you. You're 86, yeah. right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm 85. I'm older than you. I'm just childless. Yeah, you're the same as Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. I Chris just thinks you're younger 80s. than me every time because <laughs> <laughs> I have too I many have children. children. <laughs> Kitty just comes across as old and Fletcher just comes across as immature. So um, I've yeah, been old since forever. <laughs> Uh, also, I picked that's up actually knitting the- as a hobby at 16, <laughs> and it has all been <laughs> downhill since I'll, then. I will actually say that's the reverse. So, Fletcher, you come across as very put together, but you just <laughs> seem young to me. And Kitty what? comes across as not as put together, but seems and old. <laughs> <laughs> I am young and put together, and Kitty is... <laughs> Scatterbrained and old. old. (laughs) I do not think um, age is not nearly as big a factor as people would have you think. So, uh, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, Yeah, so I'm playing Final Fantasy XI. I don't know how long I'll keep playing it, but Fletcher, you should download it. You said. Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, so anyone else? Because it probably takes forever to download. Um, It is a pretty big game. And for anyone else who may want to download and try it out, I am on the in the primal data center group, and I'm playing on Exodus as the server. Um, the way it works is you can visit other worlds within your data center, but you can't like join guilds and stuff with um, the across. those people across uh, servers. So primal Exodus that is the where I spend the time that I'm logged in. Now I'm not, I can't do, you know, what I used to do and there's no way I'm playing 16 hours in any given day. Um, best is maybe two hours on a Saturday or Sunday. And, but it's still, it's still fun. And I think that you, I'm curious how you would enjoy it, especially starting over from, you know, scratch for a game that is going on 13 years old now. And I think, so I, I played the last 
round of WoW that I played was right before Mists of Pandaria, where it was like Wrath of the Lich King. So this is like a while ago. I just smile and nod because I have no idea what he's talking about either, for those who have no idea what these expansions are. <laughs> but, but I got... This whole episode I, is going to be so mystifying to someone <laughs> who has never done this before. I Here's, if, if, if no am one has as ever familiar played as you can be without having actually <laughs> played these games. And I'm just like... if no one has ever played world of warcraft before the basic gameplay loop is like you level up once you hit the max level that's where like all the content starts you have all these like stupid little fetch quests and like other stuff that you have to do to hit max level for the expansion you know like bring me you know kill me six snow moose and you know bring and bring them to me uh, you get gold, you get experience, and you get an item. Do you but, have to like, bring when you anyone hit max a level, Yeah, <laughs> Sometimes. When you hit max level, <laughs> that's when you do all these raids to get like better gear and better items. And you have like these giant parties to do the dungeons and everything. That This is where you spend like a ton of time grinding out better gear and like learning how to like beat these huge bosses and stuff. The thing that killed me is after doing this like a few for a few expansions, it's like the next expansion comes out and... You spend all this time getting all this top tier gear. Next expansion comes out and it's like you find trash on the ground in the next area. And it's better than the item that you spent like a hundred hours trying to get. And it's like, okay, it doesn't make me feel good. Yeah, I... And I think I understand why they do it because they have to level and reset the playing field for everyone. For all the people who like didn't do all that stuff. But it just like... It did make me feel very good. Yeah, John mentions all MMOs are that way. And and to some extent, that's true, because they want you to buy the expansion content and do that. I will say for the Final Fantasy series, because... So the you know the video the that we watched... The story's probably is, better. <laughs> yeah, we watched a video basically... Uh, World of Warcraft versus Final Fantasy XIV um, in today. Like, this was a year ago video. And the the basic premise is... If you like story, Final Fantasy has a significantly better story, as in there is a story. Um, World of Warcraft, when you first start out, there's not even really a story. I think some of the expansions try to shoehorn some stuff in. Um, yeah. Which allows not Final much of a story. Yeah. But it allows Final Fantasy to say, we're cr- releasing a new expansion. There's 10 more levels. There's new items and new stuff and all that kind of thing. But you're really playing through it for the story. And that's what's interesting about the new content is the new things you can do, the new story that unlocks. Because there's this main storyline where you are the center of the story the entire time you're playing this game, even though you're playing with, you know, 15,000 other people on the server. Um, you are still the center of all of the cutscenes and all of the things that you're doing. And because of that, the gear becomes... It's important. It's important for any MMO, right? You want to have your best gear and certain things you're chasing after and stuff. But you can enjoy it without having to chase gear. There's more to the game than just chasing gear. And I think that's what I've always liked about Final Fantasy is the stories are just insanely good. And Final Fantasy fourteen and eleven, for that matter, are no different. The stories are just really compelling and you could just play through on, on final fantasy 14 you can play the whole game basically solo and just experience the story the entire time and never have to engage in like group content or raids or anything all of that stuff exists you just don't have to engage with it if you just want to experience the story so 
I don't think this is a commercial for Final Fantasy XIV, but really, you should try it. Play it. Play for free. Up to level 50. Multiple times. Because there's a ton of different jobs you can level up to level 50. So, uh, Kitty, thank you for tolerating us. I'm going to cut this whole silence thing (laughs) out. (laughs) I did say when he texted, he was like, tomorrow's topic, Final Fantasy XIV Online. And I was like, what does this have to do with tabletop games? Nothing. I think, and, and, <laughs> hold on, we're going to quote it. So I think you were pretty close, though. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Tomorrow's subject, MMORPGs. Fletcher, how does that relate to tabletop games? Not that I'm complaining. My response, it's adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very generous and, description from you. That's that's all I got. Um, and then a couple of posts later, we posted the uh, I posted the trailer for Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves, which is out on March thirty first, and may lead to our first um, re- movie review episode where we review different game based movies. Oh, you're gonna uh, take my idea and run with it, huh? I hey, every once in a while, you come up with something worth you know latching on to. Is that why you keep me around? It's. <laughs> That and you know, it's uh, the podcast is better with my youthful appearance. (laughs) (laughs) You bring energy, energy. yeah. The energy you could bring that Kitty just does not. (laughs) I am Um, being internally attacked by two humans, (laughs) it's a lot of work just existing like this. Um, I'm being externally attacked by two humans, so I'm also being externally attacked by two humans. (laughs) They're gaining up from all sides. Oh, the gaming industry. We're such a friendly group. But <laughs> I think Honor Among Thieves is going to be one of the first movies I see in the theater in a long time. Like, I, that movie just Same. looks really good to me. So, Kitty's going to have to also watch it so we can actually have a proper review of it. Um, we could be for a couple weeks. I'll watch and it. yeah, we'll probably like not be very spoilery in it. Um, plus, there's a couple other uh, movies that Fletcher mentioned that I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Board Game Night? I think we need to watch and review that one. That one's old. Night. Is it just Game Night? Yeah. I mean, that there's, was a, a little... there's a lot of them. Like, we could we could, we could, could do Clue. We could do Battleship. We could do... Oh, Battleship. I love Spoiler, that. Spoiler, that's Hokey. my mom's Hokey. favorite movie. <laughs> Battleship? <laughs> yes. Oh, so bad, there's but so Dungeons good. Dungeons and Dragons. We could do um mazes and monsters um that's going too far back but we'll make a list in it it does have tom hanks in it maybe we can compare and contrast (laughs) uh yeah we'll make a list we'll make a list of movies that we'll talk about and then we'll give the listeners time to stream them and watch and then we'll do kind of a, a movie episode so anyway that's my final fantasy 14 episode as was mentioned at the top of the show, um, you can tell what I'm doing by the topics of the podcast. And I promise not to do another MMO podcast for, for at least a week a year. or two. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's that's a long time. Okay. For at <laughs> no. least two weeks. Yeah. I cannot imagine myself falling into the rabbit hole. Um, I enjoy, I log in, I do a few things for an hour or two, and then I log out and I'm like, okay, that was fun. Um, scratch an itch. But yeah, I'm not joining groups. I'm not making, I don't even have a keyboard hooked up to the PS5. So I can't actually like talk with anybody or anything like that. So um, I'm totally good with that. But Fletcher, if you play 
I am more than happy to like, you know, because you can also level sync in the game. So even though I'm a higher level than you, we can group and then I can level sync down to your level. Right. And then we can play in the same group and we both get, you know, experience and rewards from it. So, um, but yeah, so maybe we'll, we'll do a, an update or two if Fletcher decides that, yes, I like this. And, but otherwise we won't do another. I will definitely episode. try it for free. Try it for free and we'll see what happens. Um, and next week, Kitty's choosing the topic. So she can talk about <laughs> anything she wants. You love it but, when I do oh, games that fit in your small pants pocket. <laughs> <laughs> My pants don't have games? any pockets, only elasticated waistbands. <laughs> games you can play with an elasticated waistband. That'd be a good one. So, all right, um, Kitty, if really you read the outro, <laughs> <laughs> you can you can be done with this conversation as long as you can get us through the credits. Yeah, Google kicked me out. I have to scroll down again. Here we go. Tabletop Game Talk is a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. You can be part of our live recordings Monday nights at 8.30 Central. Join our Discord to continue the conversation. It is also where you can join us and other listeners in a constant stream of online games on Board Game Arena. The show notes you have all the links you need, and you can always go to tabletopgametalk.com for more information and to search our growing archive of episodes. That was close. Host- hosting fees and giveaways <laughs> hosting fees and giveaways are sponsored by our patrons wait why did this just oh I, I apologize here i'll put it back <laughs> oh my god okay you're making this really difficult to keep it keeps on jumping around everywhere all right chris is editing Adam documents Harris. on the fly yeah and it's it makes it hard to read when people someone is editing it as you are reading it <sighs> you guys are just let's start over shall we Hosting fees and giveaways are sponsored by our patrons. Adam Harrison, Miles Clark, Sahara Wentworth, Michael Finley, Listener Doug, The Gift of Games, Jason Strong, John Lewis, Joe Hoover, Emile Jiljam, Danita Hersey, Jim Conrad, Lightning Steve, Gary Bunker, Peter Fleming, Andrew Fayash, John Williams, Sir Sully, Matthew Droke, Jimothy, Paul Romer, Nicholas Lotz, Weatherman Keith, Leanne Verholz, Stephen Judd, Marina Stevens, Ben Gary, Sean Peck, Michael Yanikowski, Jeremy Fisher, Christopher Dong, Terrence Miltner, Charles Yassi, Token Fan Forever, Stephen Falcon, Joe Romero, David Radke, Brian Arnold, Courtney Falk, Ryan Ellett, Dan C., Darren McClellan, David Garner, Jesse Wheeler, Charles Pearson, Agnes Toth, Ron Nelson, Aaron Moore, Don Gilstrap, Glenn Cotter, Eric Salander, Adrian Dong, Eric Huffman, Jason Ronnie, Eric Jerry Wong, Sean P. Kelly, Krista Keel, Monica Witchman, and Michael27. And I am not on my screen because I was taking a turn on BGA. But <laughs> thanks to everyone who's ever been a patron. Your support means the world to us. Until next week, keep playing games and having fun. All right, Kitty, do you have any topics in mind for next week? Absolutely like ones? not. I have to come up. I've got a whole week. You do have a whole week. I'm going to choose um, tile laying games based on shades of green. (laughs) (laughs) I wish your face was recorded. (laughs) 